0: Hello, welcome to the Frightcast with Mike and Angela. My name is Mike and with me is Angela.
1: What's up?
0: How's it going? How are you doing tonight?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: Alright, just kind of woke up, really.
1: Yeah, you definitely did.
0: How long was it from when the movie ended until I was sleeping?
1: Uh, like you were sleeping before it ended.
0: <laughs> Three minutes, maybe.
1: Yeah, totally. It was like instantaneous.
0: Yeah, my ass is fucking tired. I'm tired all the time. I sit down, yeah. I fall asleep. It's just it's let's all sleep.
1: right. It's understandable.
0: So what's what's new in in uh in the world of horror with you? What you've been watching? Oh wait a minute. I,
1: uh... Okay. Okay, go ahead. Um. I've not really watched anything new, really. I don't know. Life just kind of happens, and then, you know... I don't watch as many movies as I'd like to.
0: Yeah, you watch anything lately?
1: The only one that you don't know that I watched was a movie called Girls' Night Out. It's an old, like, cheesy slasher movie.
0: Sounds awful. How was it?
1: I loved it. It was one of those, like, uh... Like, the people were over the top, you know, uh, with, like, the witty jokes and, like, the, the young high school kids. It was... I, I enjoyed it. I, I'm a big slasher movie fan and especially cheesy horror movie fan. So, it was good for me. I, I enjoyed it. I would definitely recommend people checking it out if you like those kind of movies.
0: Is it an old movie?
1: Yeah, it's from the 80s. Oh, shit.
0: Yeah. Oh, sorry. It's, been,
1: it's one, like... I look through lists all the time of, like, best 80s horror movies or best slasher movies, whatever, and every list that I've come across it's been on, and I was finally able to find it. So I watched it, and I enjoyed it.
0: Well, I can't believe I've never heard of this one. Anybody in it?
1: Uh, No, not that you'd know of. Nobody I knew, nobody I recognized, anyway.
0: Oh, all right, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I haven't watched anything in a while Uh, horror-related. This is going to be a weird episode. This is going to be, like... Not even a horror episode, really.
1: Yeah. I actually, now that I'm thinking about it, big shout out to Mark Doubt on Instagram because he got me <laughs> watching all these uh, 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 Soavi movies, if that's how you say his name.
0: It uh, looks like I that's how that, that's how it uh, looks.
1: I watched the movie called The Sect. Like, it's, you know, quote unquote, demons for, her, but not really. I watched The Church. Did we We didn't do a movie uh podcast since I watched that, right?
0: I don't think so, no. Uh,
1: like, these are all, like, supposed um, sequels to the Demons movie, you know, uh, which is Dario Argento. But these ones... Argento the church, produced. Right. The church and the sect was uh, Soavi, who also did um, our favorite, Stage Fright. Right, yeah. Um, the church I absolutely loved, you know, I, um, I've, I love Italian horror. It's always been like a, a thing for me. Like I, I enjoy every, usually Italian horror movie that I watch. Suspiria is the, you know, one (laughs) setback, but, um, after we watched stage fright, I'm like, wow, that was good. And then I wanted to watch more movies by him. So I, you know, I looked it up. And uh, Mark Doubt on Instagram also said that he was going to watch Suave movies.
0: He was actually doing uh, Suave Sundays.
1: Yes. And I absolutely love his little Insta essays, he calls them.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, you know, where he does his little synopsis of the movie and his review of it. Um, but the church was great. And I enjoyed the sect, too. The sect had, like, Suave has this thing with birds. Like, you know how it was the owl in stage fright? Yeah. Yeah. Um, in the fact, there was this like uh, eagle or falcon. I think I'm pretty sure it was an eagle who like uh, impregnated this woman. Maybe it wasn't an eagle. I don't know. It was some kind of bird. He uh, he was actually the demon, like the devil, and he uh, impregnated a woman with his bird seed. <laughs> <laughs> bird seed.
0: Those movies, like I think he was. I think the sect, or, or the church... I'm
1: sorry, you broke up, I didn't hear what you said.
0: I think the church was uh, Demons 3, but it, like, he was making yeah. it, he was making it, and then he realized that it, it was, like, its own thing, and right. decided that it wasn't going to be Demons 3, mm-hmm. but they, they, they with the success of the first two demons, they kind of, like, stuck it on there, right?
1: Right, yes, yeah, same thing with the sect.
0: That was the sect was supposed to be Demons 4, or they just stamped Demons 4 I think on it
1: was they just stamped it, like, uh, still, um, like, uh, Dario Argento produced or whatever. Yeah. Um, his name is on it, and, like, you know, when you read about it, it says Demons 4, but it's not really supposed to be. It's its own movie individually. They all have that, like, demon devil religious aspect to them, though, you know?
0: Yeah, but the the three sequels after Demons 2, uh, the church, the sect, and the ogre, really aren't even in that world, really.
1: Right, yeah.
0: They just kind of have that religious thing going? Yes. I hate when they fucking do that. It's so confusing sometimes.
1: Right, they just want to make money off of it, so that's why they tag those other things in it, you know?
0: Like, Dawn of the Dead in Italy was called Zombie. Mm -hmm. and Zombie is actually Zombie 2. Right. It's so fucking weird. It is. And and Zombie 2 has nothing... I mean, Zombie 2, which is Zombie, Mm
1: -hmm. which
0: in Italy is Dawn of the Dead, (laughs) or no, Zombie 2 has nothing to do with Dawn of the Dead. They just piggybacked on it. Right. They're just trying to make that Dawn of the Dead money. Mm-hmm. Although I like zombie on its own anyway Yeah for sure I think yeah I want everyone to go out there Who um, listens to the show and it doesn't go deep into horror movies Check out zombie um, it's, it's one of my favorites It's like when I was a kid um, Like this is one of those movies I was like oh my god zombie You know mm-hmm. And my brother told me Like my brother's older older than me, so he was old enough to see the previews for it, the trailers, the coming attractions, and there's a scene right. where the zombies are walking over the Brooklyn Bridge, and my brother always tells me, he's like, oh my god, they're coming! Because <laughs> <laughs> we lived That's in Brooklyn funny. at the time. Right. But movies like that are, like, they're, they're much better watched young because you still have that, like, impression you you that, that could be made, so, right. so if you're an older, you know, I guess... Anything older than 15, maybe anything older than 18, you got to like take these movies with a bit of a grain of salt and, and take it for what it is, you know? Yeah. Because a lot sure. of these Italian movies are very slow going.
1: I agree, 100%.
0: And the people will call it like a slow burn, but it's just a movie. It's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. There was no such thing as a slow burn five years ago. It was just a movie.
1: Right, I hate that term, slow burn. It's a slow burn. It's a fucking movie. Shut up. It's just
0: up. a movie. I mean listen, you can have a movie where nothing happens for the first hour, but if the but if you're interested, you're entertained, the characters are good, the stories then it's not a slow burn, it's just a movie. Right. And then if you have a movie that hour nothing happens, you're bored to death, it's just a boring movie. I agreed. Um I will call something slow, like the Argentos for me, like um uh Deep Red and Inferno, which I didn't watch, but I saw some of. Mm-hmm. Those are very. Those seem slow to me. A little slow.
1: They they definitely are, like you know how Suspiria was, and we were just like,
0: oh. For me, Suspiria was build up, build up, nothing. Build up, build yeah. up, nothing.
1: Mhm. I um. I definitely agree that a lot of them are slow, but s- sometimes if you stick with them, they're worth it. And me'm I'm, I'm not really one to turn the movie off like even if it's bad like I'll finish it yeah um I would agree that they're definitely slow though
0: uh some movies that's another thing if you're gonna you gotta have you kind of have kind of have to have that 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 uh, that payoff at the end too
1: yes I, uh-huh totally. house of
0: the devil's a great example of that mm-hmm um, a lot of the shows uh, reviewed. We are still here. Was was saying how that was slow and then brought it in the end. But I was I was into that movie the whole way through. Do you remember that right. one?
1: That's with the burnt people at the end.
0: The uh, the lava zombies.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. You like when you talk really loud and like a lot, you break up.
0: Right, hold
1: on. Okay. It's weird because I can hear you outside of this So I know what you're saying
0: Alright I just turned the gain down a little bit Hopefully that helps Okay cool Uh, Okay Uh, let's um Okay Uh, Okay let's talk about Inferno Since we're talking about Italian horror movies uh, I guess you could throw giallos in the mix Because that's what you know Deep Red is a giallo I think and, And yeah, I think Inferno might be too Tenebrae Oh Tenebrae was like that too
1: uh, it, it, it was, like, a horror, giallo, mystery, murder kind of thing. You know, it all, I think it all falls under the same category.
0: Okay, get, uh, Inferno?
1: Inferno. I watched this one by myself. Uh, it's Dario Argento, 1980. Um, I guess basic is that this architect slash alchemist guy built these three buildings in three different places. It was New York, Rome, and some German place. (laughs) That sounds about right. (laughs) Friggin Freud? Something. I don't know. Um, And he built these three buildings for the three mothers. They were like the mother of sorrow, tears, and darkness that was going to take over the world. Whatever. Um, And there were three keys hidden in each building. So skip to I don't know how many years ahead of time, this woman is reading this book about the three mothers, and she lives in a building that is strangely and mysteriously just like one of the buildings in the book. And once she realizes that, she goes in the basement looking for a key, and she finds one, and there's this dead body, and whatever. Um, So it turns out she's living in one of these buildings, the one in New York. She was a poet. Um, Her brother who rome she wrote a letter to him telling him all about it asking him to come to new york because i guess she was feeling uneasy um but this whole time like you get the feeling that the people in the building that she's living in are watching her they know what's going on uh there's not a lot of character development in this movie whatsoever there's no main character the Hmm. second you think somebody is a main character they get killed they die And it's like, then the next person comes into play, and then, like, the story's all about them, and then they die. Um, So, like, you don't really care about any of these characters. You don't really know what's going on because there's no character development, you know? Um, But overall, it was just so pretty and aesthetically pleasing. Like, the colors in this movie are fantastic. His use of the color red is by far my favorite thing ever. I mean... There was also, like, a lot of blues and greens in it, but when he does red, it's just... It's, it's perfect. Like, in every scene, it's, like, dark and dreary, and then there's this red, and it just pops.
0: He also... It almost seems like... When I watch his movies, it looks like... Uh, this is gonna be hard to explain, but... It looks like in, you know, 1980, he's shooting with an HD camera.
1: Yes! And it's, like... Even though it's in 1980, it looks so modern...
0: And it looks clean, but without yeah. being, but without being like, without being like, um, what's that word for like a hospital? Sanitary. Yeah, it looks clean, <laughs> but without being like sanitary, without being like, uh, 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 yeah, I guess sanitary. You know, like yeah. it still has that grittiness, but it looks like he's he's using an HD camera in like 1977. His I fucking, totally feel you. He's such a good artistic filmmaker, but I just. I, I uh no uh, um, what was the red one?
1: Deep red. Deep Suspiria? red.
0: Deep red and Suspiria, just can't. I like Deep Red better, but Suspiria can't get on board with that. And and Deep Red for me was a giallo more than anything.
1: I agree. Yeah. Um. I I definitely watched that one, and when you were watching it, as I had watched it, but I don't remember it very much. I don't think I in like enjoyed it that much. I don't think overall. I'm a big Argento fan.
0: Uh, Tenebrado you liked.
1: I did. That one I absolutely loved. And that was the least artistic of them all. That was more of the slasher horror kind of thing. It definitely was a giallo because you have like that mystery aspect to it. Yeah. But it was so gory and bloody. Whereas like Suspiria, Deep Red, and this one, Inferno, they're not like that. He, these ones are more artistic you know yeah like i i care more about how things look and how it all like works out more than the story because there's no really story like i mean you get it like i get it like there is these three buildings there's these three mothers who ends up just in the end being one mother and it's death um and even in suspiria there's not really like a payoff yeah like, you, like, because of what happened in the movie, you, you, you can assume what's going on and, like, assume the end, but, like, you don't get that payoff, where in Tenebrae you did.
0: I caught the end of Inferno, and it seemed like, like you said, nothing happened.
1: Right. He finds out that the quote-unquote three mothers is one person and is death and this skeleton with real flesh hands.
0: <laughs> it was a um, Halloween costume.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, but he gets out of the... Like, the building is ablaze, and he gets out. And that's it. Credits. Yeah. Like, there was no payoff for me. And I feel like that's how Suspiria was, too. I don't really, like I said, remember Deep Red much. Um,
0: Deep Red had a good mystery. It had Like, it was good. It was just slow... But uh, Deep Red, I think, it, it definitely had a good mystery. Like, there was um, there was a couple of good parts. A guy's head gets squashed by a truck. And okay. There was a couple little parts like that, but...
1: And, like, in, in Inferno, there, like... I don't feel like there was... Much... And there were scenes that were completely unnecessary. Like, the... the... I think his name was, (laughs) the the guy who did the bookstore, like, sold the antique books and sold uh, Rose this book, the three mothers, he strangely caught these cats that ended up attacking her in another scene, uh, or somebody else in another scene, He caught them and put them in a burlap sack and then took them out to the water and tried to drown them. And there were these rats all over the place and he is on crutches, ends up falling into the water. And now the rats start eating him and some weirdo that has no significance in the story whatsoever comes and fucking attacks him with a knife, like almost decapitates him like, like, I don't want to say slashes him like he sta- and he doesn't stab him because he doesn't jab it inside of him, but like he's face down in the water and he comes and he like smacks the back of his neck with a knife two times. Like
0: out of nowhere, this guy. Out of
1: nowhere, like Did... this guy who's who killed this guy.
0: Did he kill anybody else?
1: No, not in the store. That was the first time you saw him in the movie whatsoever.
0: That was probably the 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 the, the mother.
1: No. The mother ended up just being that one woman in the basement.
0: Oh, so you saw it was, a, it was a man then?
1: Yeah, it was a man dressed in all white. Like, he looked like a chef or something. And at first, I thought he was running towards him to help him. And then all of a sudden, he fucking slashes his neck. Weird, huh? Yeah, like, it, it wasn't necessary whatsoever. I just didn't know how that fit in. I mean, I get... it was kind of cool because, like you, like, you have this whole part where, like, this guy's trying to be a dick to these cats and drown him. But, haha... Now the rats are eating you, but it was just like it, like it was insignificant.
0: Also, I think they should have gave like the the, the what do you want to call just the mother I guess the three uh-huh. mothers in one.
1: Yeah, the death. We can call it death.
0: Death. If they would have gave death like um some kind of other kind of motive, because why did why is now the time that death is appearing? Because death. Right. Um. According to the description, death. Is just causing havoc in this in this in this apartment complex, right. um, through you know through uh, the slasher guy through demons. And w- oh, I forgot what it said. De- I don't know if it wasn't possession, but right. I guess hauntings or whatever. Yeah. So I guess you can kind of gather that the the death possessed that guy to kill the other guy. Mm-hmm. But then why? Like, what's the right. what's the big picture here?
1: I, it's, it's, I, I, like, there's no, there's no payoff, so you don't know what the big picture is.
0: Are you prepared to give this thing a rating?
1: I, I can, I, because of how pretty it was, and because of the colors, like, forever, when I think of this movie ten years down the road, I'll be like, oh, Inferno, I watched that, oh my god, the colors of that movie, the colors, the colors, the colors, the colors. The way he. he, It it was like a piece of art, just like we said about Suspiria, but I honestly think this one looked better aesthetically. Um, Because I didn't. Because there was no character development, because there was really no technically a plot, because I didn't really know what the fuck was happening, and because uh, the end was no payoff, I'm going to give it a six just because of how it looked. I could probably give it a seven, but I'm only going to go six.
0: What did we give Suspiria? Do you remember?
1: I do not remember.
0: Because that movie had that soundtrack, too.
1: Yeah, I definitely think we definitely hiked up the score because of the way it looked and because of the soundtrack. I won that. Maybe I'll give Inferno a seven. Seven? Yeah. Definitive score, seven.
0: Well, Tenebrae must have got a nine, right?
1: Tenebrae, did we review that?
0: Uh, yeah, we definitely reviewed that.
1: I don't I definitely had to have given it a high score. I don't even remember. That's how bad my memory is.
0: So, I wonder how far like like there's a point in Fulci's career where you could tell where like there was a change. I don't know if it was the New York Ripper, but he definitely has those those the trilogy that the Gates of Hell trilogy, which is for me his big 3. Yeah. And then he's got, you know, the the I uh, um couple of those movies, like, you know, Cat in the Brain that we watched. A couple of later mm-hmm. movies. I wonder where Argento's cutoff is. I'm sorry,
1: we broke up again. I didn't hear what you just
0: said. I'm wondering where Argento's cutoff is. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: It seems like Inferno, Tenebrae, Deep Red, Suspiria, and Opera are, like, his big five.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I guess you have you have to watch Opera next, huh?
1: I guess I have to. I mean, <laughs> I, I would say that overall, I'm not really a big Argento fan.
0: Yeah, me neither.
1: Aside from Tenebrae. Uh, like, I would never watch Suspiria again. Inferno, I would not really think that I would ever watch it again. Even Gorgeous. Um, you don't have like, to watch I, Deep
0: Red, because I'll just tell you about it.
1: I've watched it, I just, it was not very memorable to me, so, and the fact that you took, like, a week to watch it. (laughs) Yeah, I kept falling (laughs) asleep. It doesn't mean anything, you know.
0: I had to watch it in the morning, that's how I finished it.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, I I mean, I'll definitely check out opera, maybe that'll be more of the Tenebrae style, which would be cool, because I really enjoy that side of Argento, um, Like, if he made more movies like Tenebrae, I would totally be all for him. But, so far, three out of uh, four are on my list.
0: Uh, uh, Are Piles of Shit? No, not Piles of of Shit.
1: No, not Piles of Shit, just movies that I would never watch again. Tenebrae, I would totally watch it again right now.
0: Oh, see, now, Opera came out in 87. Okay. And, uh inferno was
1: 80
0: mm-hmm let's take a quick look at his uh at his uh, IMDB
1: I'm going to it right now
0: I'm, I'm on it now okay okay filmography is director okay so deep red was 75 Suspiria, 77 inferno was 80 Tenebrae was 82 oh we had phenomena in in the middle there uh-huh. What'd
1: you say? Uh what year was Tenebrae?
0: 82.
1: So that was before these other ones.
0: No, that was after. Deep Red is 75.
1: Oh, 75, okay.
0: Suspiria is 77.
1: 77.
0: Inferno's 80. Uh-huh. Tenebrae 82, Phenomena we have.
1: And I enjoyed that movie too.
0: Okay, you enjoyed that one? Mm-hmm. Okay, so maybe ten maybe Inferno's is, is the cutoff of when he got better. I would according totally... to us, not yeah. the world out there.
1: I'm actually looking at his IMDb too, and like the cover for Phenomena and the cover for ten uh tenebrae are like the same, just different pictures. It's pretty cool. You see that in the filmography, there's like the pictures of the movie covers. Yeah. You see like they're the same? That's pretty neat.
0: I uh phenomena on which one?
1: Tenebrae.
0: No, nah, I have totally different ones on mine.
1: Oh. Uh, I, uh, I have um, Once Upon a Time in something. Phenomena, Tenebrae, and Suspiria. Like the little pictures in the filmography.
0: Uh, I'm, in, I'm in a different... Uh, I'm under the director. His directing credits.
1: Oh, you see, I just went to his regular IMDb. Like, I just went to IMDb, put him in, and that's, like, on the first page.
0: So now the rest of his movies, um, after Opera, he's got two evil eyes, which he, I think he did with uh, Romero, I think, or Stephen King. One of those guys. Okay. And then after that, I haven't heard of any of his other ones outside of Dracula 3D, which just came out, I think, a couple of years ago.
1: Yeah, I have not either, now that I'm looking. Uh, opera is the only one that I, I've heard of and seen everywhere and never seen.
0: So, 75 to 87 seems to be his his chunk.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because, you know, a trauma, that sounds familiar.
1: Familiar. Um, that was in
0: 1993. Hmm. Mm, I don't know. It doesn't look familiar. No.
1: So, maybe maybe opera will be good because it's... You know, maybe
0: That's check out... Uh, check out opera i'm
1: I'm definitely going to i'm interested now
0: oh he did a movie with adrian brody called giallo
1: i see that i uh not really adrian brody fan either
0: yeah no not, not really what has he yeah. done really i mean the, pian- the pianist was good but
1: the penis <laughs> <laughs> um i never saw that i didn't know no we interest, have it really. it's
0: over there on the shelf
1: yeah, maybe I'll have to check it out. The Sandman? What is this?
0: I have no idea.
1: The Sandman tells the story of Nathan, a young student in the city who struggles to forget his childhood trauma at the hands of a serial killer dubbed The Sandman. Nathan killed dot dot, dot. Uh, Iggy Pop is the Sandman! What the fuck what? is that even... There's not a... Uh, it's pre-production right now. That's not real. Iggy pop All right. Argento is just getting better and better here.
0: <laughs> yeah, he um I heard that Dracula movie he did was awful. Yeah.
1: Dracula 3D.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, you know Lucio Fulci made like a, a a a musical horror movie? Did he? Yeah, it's called Murder Rock.
1: I've actually heard that name before. The name of that movie.
0: He's got a whole bunch of movies we should check out. I would definitely want to watch Conquest. Which is, I don't think you'd be into it.
1: Never even heard of it.
0: It's, um... It's like, it's... Alright, so you know, like... <laughs> like Con- <laughs> right, like, so like yeah. Conan Lord of the Rings type shit?
1: Lord of the Rings, I get behind, but not Conan. Bob <laughs> Barbarian. All
0: right, check this out. This is a young man armed with a magical bow and arrow embarks on a mystical journey through a mystical land to rid it of evil and join forces with an outlaw to take down an evil witch bent on claiming the magic bow for evil.
1: Which... He his into told- this magic witch's palace.
0: But can you, like, you, if you read that description, it doesn't sound like anything. It just sounds right. like... But Fulci directed it. Now I have to watch it.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: I can only imagine what the fuck happens in this movie.
1: Yeah, I, uh... If it's a Fulci, you gotta at least check it out.
0: Just the cover alone is fucking bananas. I didn't see it. There's a Conan-like character with the bow and arrow. With the bow. Uh There's these, like, weird spermy creatures. Spermy. There's a woman with, like, a C-3PO head with a snake wrapped around her, and then there's, like, some kind of giant robot. (laughs) It's crazy. I can't can't wait to look at this fucking movie. Nice. Yeah.
1: I definitely will check it out with you. All
0: right, so the new Friday 13 is coming out next year. Already, in January.
1: I gotta say, I heard that this was coming out, and I care nothing to look into it.
0: Right. So the news is that they're going back to his parents.
1: Jason's parents, like mommy, Mrs. Voorhees, and daddy. And daddy.
0: Yeah, Pamela and Elias Voorhees.
1: Did we ever know about the dad before?
0: They talked about the dad in part eight. I mean, uh, not part eight. In Jason Goes to Hell, which is some bullshit. Uh huh. Uh, big shout out to Steven Mendoza, by the way, who loves that movie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Jason goes to hell with some bullshit. But they talk about his father in that movie. Okay. Now, in this another redo, this is a quote. We're going to go back and we're going to meet that family. Um, We're going to meet the family. You're going to meet Pamela, Elias, and Jason, and you're going to see how it all happened. Now, didn't it happen like, years and years later. <laughs>
1: Uh,
0: yeah. I'm wondering, like... I'm all for doing new stuff and adding new stuff to to movies, and... I was always... I wanted them to go back. But I was more about going back to... Pamela... Um, like... Going crazy before Jason was even born, and... And just the... Him being murdered, sent her over the edge. And that whole kind of origin. But to include the father... To me... He's not going to do anything to the story. I don't know what he could bring. Unless...
1: Yeah, I... I- I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, yeah, I totally am with you.
0: Unless he, like, abuses her or, like, beats her up while she's pregnant or something to add to Jason's... Maybe that makes him deformed or something? I don't know. Maybe. But it seems really soon.
1: Yeah. Um... Six
0: months. Seven months. That's
1: Something. when it's gonna start filming?
0: No, that's when it's coming out.
1: In seven months.
0: In January, it's coming out. So July, uh, August, September, October, November, December. Yeah, seven months.
1: I gotta say, it's, it's, it's right up there with Poltergeist for me as the not wanting to see kind of movie.
0: Yeah, I can't even but, get through... I can't get through the fucking first reboot.
1: Yeah, not nah, uh, nah. 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 I'm gonna wait till that one comes out on DVD. Comes I'll, out on streaming, should I say?
0: You're gonna wait till that shit's on Showtime.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I'll probably uh, check
0: it out because I'm such a big Friday fan. Uh huh. But I don't know. I just don't. It seems like they don't know what to do with this fucking franchise.
1: I I uh, I don't want to see it.
0: And they can't let it go because it's too much of a moneymaker. It's too iconic.
1: Right. <laughs> I definitely definitely think the same thing. Like I said with Poltergeist, some things are better left untouched.
0: How do you feel about remakes and reboots and stuff?
1: 99% of the time, they're awful. So, uh, nah.
0: Yeah, I kind of changed my opinion on it. Like, I fucking, I used to, well, one thing is for sure, don't remake comedies ever.
1: I'm sorry, you broke up. What'd you say?
0: The one thing I, I still believe is you should never remake comedies.
1: Yeah, I I understand I see I see that. Because
0: that never works. What? That never works.
1: No. I I think the same thing about horror movies.
0: Well see that's how I used to think. Until you saw Like I used to think that some movies were untouchable and they should never be remade and some shit is sacred. But now my I, I kinda turned after like Dawn of the Dead remake was great. I agree. Hills Have Eyes remake was great. Um, Yes. Rob Zombie's Halloween was great. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Then I was like, you know what? Halloween. I used for me, Halloween was untouchable. And then they did it, and it came out good.
1: It was good, but if you had to pick one to watch, what would you go to?
0: Always the original.
1: Absolutely.
0: See, that's where my my thought process changed. Now it's like, yeah, remake anything you want because I always have the original.
1: Yeah, I, I, I totally, uh, see you there. Um, but, like, as a, like, if I was the person who remade Poltergeist, how could your thought process not be, oh, man, I'm gonna fail epically at this? Maybe I shouldn't even touch it.
0: Because they have to get the right people to do it. Um, I think Rob Zombie was the right guy.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: Because he respected the original. Mm-hmm. And I think the guy who did Poltergeist, I don't think they did their research and, and interviewed guys and looked for guys who had a, a, a respect for the original, who who held the original to such a high standard, you know.
1: Yeah, I, I I get what you're saying.
0: And now they're gonna start do They're gonna do another Halloween with Carpenters producing, and and it's gonna be a Bloomhouse production. For me, Carpenter producing means absolutely nothing. No, I agree. It's just going to be another shitty Halloween movie. For me, I, I like Halloween 1, Halloween 2's alright, and the rest of them fucking stink.
1: S- fucking stink. I can just see the stink little things coming off of them when you say that word. Yeah, it's <laughs> it. Little stink squiggly lines.
0: Yeah, so I don't even care. I mean, people are making a big deal that John Carpenter's producing it involved. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. And they're probably going to start redoing Night Nightmare on Elm Street again. Probably
1: and
0: like they didn't they already do that though? Yeah, they did it with uh Haley Joe Osmond was uh Freddy. What? No 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 wait. I was gonna say wait. the fucking Watchmen guy. No, the watchman guy. He hasn't he's <laughs> a th- <laughs> <I> th- <laughs>
1: wait, what did I miss?
0: <laughs> Not that fat that fat the, the kid that who turned into a fat guy. Yeah. No the guy uh I forgot his name, but he's a three name person too.
1: The, the fucking what's his name in Watchmen I can't even remember that Rorschach yeah
0: Jackie Earl Haley his name is
1: <laughs> okay that's where you got the Haley from
0: <laughs> yeah Jackie Earl Haley
1: yeah I'm like what Haley Joel Osment no yeah <laughs>
0: that's but, funny but I'll, I'll I don't think I'll see the Nightmare on Elm Street redo cause I'm not a big fan I like the first one that's it yeah so I'll probably skip on a Nightmare uh, redo right but uh, okay, let's talk about another movie. Okay. Um, not so much horror. Uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane. Ten Cloverfield Lane. This is I like a totally th- fucking Oops, thriller. Okay. Uh, th- this is like a thriller, right?
1: Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, it's 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 uh, I, I would go thriller. That's a that's a good uh description.
0: All right, so you watched it. Is this um is this one of those movies that just takes place at the same time as Cloverfield? It's not a sequel, it's not a prequel, or is this where it all started?
1: No, it's definitely not where it all started. I honestly don't remember Cloverfield to begin with. What happened? I know that I saw it. What is it? Kids were at a party, right? Yeah. And like the power went out and then all of a sudden they were running through the streets and there were these monster things.
0: Yeah, there was a big monster, and then little monsters, and I don't remember if they ever said its name or anything, but it is, it was just a monster movie, Monster in the City.
1: Alright, so 10 Cloverfield Lane is like a movie in a movie. You have, like, what's going on outside, and then you have what's going on inside. Um, I wish you would have watched at least one of the. Oh, wait, you did watch at least one of them with me. <laughs> but, okay, so 10 Cloverfield Lane... It starts off, you know, this girl, she... You get the gist that she's leaving her either husband or fiancé. She puts her ring down, whatever. She's driving. She ends up getting into an accident. Wakes up. She's in this room with nothing but a mattress. She's chained to a pipe, but she has an IV and, like, a cast on her leg or whatever. So whoever is doing this is obviously taking care of her. So in comes John Goodman, who I absolutely think that he did amazing in this movie he was great
0: yeah he's Um, great in everything huh
1: yeah he really is um and like he played such a good like crazy psycho guy but like nice crazy psycho guy it's weird like crazy nice psycho crazy guy (laughs) um so he saved her and told her that you know the air outside is toxic there was like explosions whatever I saved your life, you should show me more gratitude, whatever. So she immediately off the bat thinks he's crazy keeping her. What is she gonna what is he gonna do to her? So she tries to start a fire, whatever. Alright, so it ends up that John Goodman hit her car, took her. He's really crazy because this is this like he, he he ended up. Taking another girl that he... He he talks about this girl, Megan, throughout the whole movie. And he makes it that Megan's his daughter. There's also another guy in this fallout shelter with them who knows him. He helps him build the shelter. Um, So she... uh, What's the girl's name? She's another three-namer.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead.
1: Yes. Her and this guy gets to talking. And she says... Um, she ends up having to go into the air vents to turn off the air, something or other, and turn it back on because it's jammed, whatever. And if they don't turn it on, they'll run out of breathable air, whatever. So as she's, she climbs to the thing, she gets up to the thing, turns it on and off. She's a ladder leading up to like a hatch in the ground, lost style. Um, and when she gets up there, she sees that like there's this word help scratched into the glass from the inside and there's blood finds an earring and ends up being the earring of the picture that he showed her. That was his daughter, Megan, who then she says to the other guy, um, I found this earring. It's Megan's. She shows him the picture. He's like, that's not his daughter. That's a girl who went missing. So ever long ago. So you have this story of Mm. John Goodman, capturing her to bring her down there with him because of what's going on outside he like i guess didn't want to be alone but he's obviously done it before so they scheme up a plan she's gonna make like a suit and gas mask out of the shower curtain Mm -hmm. so they start to do it and they take scissors and whatever from his stuff and he starts to realize that stuff's missing or it's at a place whatever he finds it so he goes into her little room thing one night and is like, uh, I need your help with something. So she, and the other guy, his name was Emmett. Um, the other guy's standing there, John Goodman opens. John Goodman opens this cabinet thing and he pulls out this like, uh, what do you call those things? Uh, a drum, like a 10 gallon drum or whatever. And they put it in the room he's like move this it's very corrosive so he takes off the lid this is very this is some kind of acid it's very corrosive anything that touches it it'll just you know disintegrate it whatever pretty much breaking bad style disposing of a body right and uh so he pulls out this pair of scissors and like this little piece of thing or whatever and he's like what are you guys doing behind my back you think i'm stupid and that i don't realize what are you doing so, the guy takes all the blame. Meanwhile, it was all the stuff that she was using to build the suit to go outside. Um, he's like, listen, I'm sorry. I wanted to get your gun. I wanted her to respect me, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I forgive you. Fucking shoots him.
0: Oh, I shit. forgive you
1: and then shoots him. And then the girl's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, she realizes she has to get out of there. And so she continues to build the suit he comes into her room to tell her dinner's ready and sees like a piece of the suit sticking out underneath her little mattress pad goes ape shit, and they end up like by the bucket of acid stuff and he's like I took you in I'm taking care of you and this is how you repay me she's like no this is how I repay you and like dumps the bucket of acid out on him but it only like affects half of his body for some reason he was like laying in a pool of it but mm-hmm. and only you know whatever um she ends up getting out and this is when the movie took a turn for the worst for me like i was really enjoying it it was pretty cool and then out and it turns out to be that there's aliens out there she's in this suit that she made she has a gas mask on she sees birds flying through the air so she's like wow the air must be breathable if these birds can fly so She takes the gas off, drops it on the ground uh then like an alien starts to come uh, a ship she stands up on the car and she sees the ship and it's like this big crazy ship like uh, there was another movie that reminded me of the ship like um, it like changed its shape you know like it had like these, all yeah. these little, little moving parts I can't think of the movie that uh, reminds me of it but
0: it reminds me um, of Transformers a little bit
1: that too but there was definitely an alien movie where the ship into a different shape you know I can't mm. think of it, though. Um, so it starts to come. No, this the, the explosion, like the, uh, the fallout shelter explodes because the gas leaks, the acid, whatever. And that gets the attention of the ship. So it starts to fly towards her, and then it sees her, so it uh, emits this gas, green gas all over the place. So she's running, running, running for the gas mask. Gets the gas mask on just in time. Closes herself in the car. Actual on the ground comes and like a mouth comes out of a mouth, comes out of a mouth, comes out of a mouth mouth and sucks the gas mask off her face. (laughs) And it's all like these, um, there's, there's another movie that I know of. Uh, it's one of like those sea creature movies where it's like the mouth is a circle and it has all like these moving teeth inside of it.
0: Yeah. They always look like an evil vagina.
1: Yes, they do. But this one was more of a circle than like a slit.
0: <laughs> it's like a butthole.
1: <laughs> the, the evil butthole. <laughs> um, so now she doesn't have a gas mask. And now the mothership is, has its little tentacles wrapped around the truck that she's in. And it's pulling her up world-to-world World style, you know, into its ship. So she sees a Zippo lighter, checks it, it works. She sees a bottle of wine, oh, full. And now she, like, takes this piece of cloth, shoves it into the bottle of wine, lights it up, and has now a Molotov cocktail. As this thing is pulling her up into the ship, she waits for its little mouth to open and throws it in there and it explodes from the inside.
0: Wait, hey, the, the The ship had a mouth? What'd you say? The ship had a mouth?
1: You know, what, you know in, like, War of the Worlds where they were in those little pod things and then, like, the tentacle thing came down yeah. and pulled them up? And once he got to the certain point, like, it, that thing opened and pulled him up in there and then he let all their grenades go. Yeah. But then he came back down because they all pulled him. It was kind of like that. Okay. Like, you know, there was that opening. Once it opened, she threw the thing up in there.
0: I saw that part. I thought that was a monster.
1: Right. It Like, it was fleshy looking. Yeah. But so was it in War of the Worlds, too, though. Now that you think about it, it was like that red, fleshy looking thing. I guess that was, like, to suck them up. It needs to be squishy and fleshy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Um, but, you know, this chick's a total badass and had her Molotov cocktail. Um, so after that, the ship explodes, crashes, and she gets into this car and drives away. And as she's driving away, she hears, like, a distress radio call signal thing. It, you know... There are survivors in Houston. They need our help, blah, blah, blah. As she passes the street side that says, Houston, this way, she stops, thinks about it, and drives off in the direction of Houston.
0: Credits.
1: Credits. I really, really enjoyed this movie up until the alien part.
0: I'm thinking... Then, I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: I was going to say, and it, that just really like ruined it for me overall.
0: I'm thinking this movie wasn't supposed to be Cloverfield. It was written, like, as something else, and then someone said, hey, why don't we put Cloverfield at the end, and...
1: Well, it might be, because supposedly it's not, like, a sequel to Cloverfield, so it's J.J. Abrams.
0: It just takes place at the same time, probably.
1: Probably, yeah. In, like, a different area.
0: So those aliens are all over the place. Yeah. But then you see the sign, the house is on Cloverfield Lane.
1: Cloverfield Lane, right, and, like, they make it a point to show you that.
0: So I was like, does that... That makes me think it was the first occurrence,
1: right? Exactly. So uh, you know, don't, you don't really. So I don't maybe know. it's a prequel. Maybe. Supposedly, it was not supposed to be affiliated to the movie whatsoever.
0: But no, wait, the, no, it couldn't be a a prequel because there was shit going down all over the place.
1: All over the place, right?
0: Yeah, he said it's a blood relative. Yeah. What The fuck does that mean?
1: Uh, in the same realm, I suppose.
0: Take that name off of them.
1: <laughs> yeah. They, they
0: probably couldn't sell it without that name.
1: I agree. That's probably... Like, why wouldn't you just name it something different then?
0: Bunker Man.
1: Yeah. Um... It was... It was really good up until the last... 10 minutes.
0: What would you think... Um, Like, what would um the event going on outside would have made this better? Do you think?
1: Okay, well... The whole time John Goodman is claiming that, you know, there's something in the air whatever. You can't breathe. It's, the air is not breathable. And at, at one point, this this crazy woman, after the girl steals his keys and tries to go escape, she gets to, like, the outer door and this crazy woman who has, like, these bubbles all over her skin, like the air is really getting to her. Um, like, me in! That was, like, the creepiest part of the movie and it was great. Um, I think that if it would have just been, like, some kind of airborne thing.
0: Like a virus? Or,
1: yeah, like a virus or some... the al- Even if it was aliens.
0: Or, like, an attack where they, like, dropped gas.
1: Right. Like atmosphere. Keep, keep it simple. You know? Like, they, they had to go full-on alien. Like, it could have been more... Like, you remember the movie The Happening? Which wasn't even really that good, but it had that whole, like, different realm to it. Of, yeah. That like something like that could have been cool too, like to just go along with the whole the air is not breathable thing I don't know, the aliens totally ruined it for me,
0: yeah huh oh, totally sucks
1: but otherwise, I really really liked it.
0: That sucks that you were like really into this movie and then it just fucking fell flat at the end.
1: I was really into the movie within the movie, and then the movie came full circle and it was just like
0: <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> No, when they were in the bunker, was there any like big stomping going on out there?
1: She and that and helicopter kind of things, but John Goodman was like, "That's not a a, a, a U.S. helicopter," and they were like, "Well, how do you know?" He's like, "Oh, however many years in the Navy or something like that," so you knew it wasn't like regular helicopters, and it ended up being the alien ships that into different shapes and stuff.
0: Yeah, it definitely reminds me of, like, the Transformers ships. Not the Transformers yeah. themselves, but the ships they're in.
1: No. Oh, I got it. You know what it reminds me of? Um, 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 the Avengers. What, uh, the
0: helicarrier thing, or?
1: Oh, uh, is that? Oh, no, 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 no. I take it back, I take it back. A little bit, uh, maybe a little bit of the Avengers, a little bit of Guardians of the Galaxy. You know how Ronin's ship, like, changes, like, its things?
0: Yeah, I know. What you, I know what you're going for. I don't think that's it either. though. there is
1: no. There's something that I can't just. I can't put my finger on what it is right now.
0: I think when the ship moved its wings.
1: Yes. Yeah, I've seen something just like that before.
0: Something we're gonna have to 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 think about.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: So let's let give this a reading.
1: Oh, hold on! I pulled my earbud out. <laughs> Um, shit oh, if it didn't end the way it did it would have totally been like an 8 but it ended the way it did so I'm going to have to give it a 5 because I enjoyed it up until the last 10 minutes so it gets a decent score okay cool yeah it gets a fair score
0: Should I fair say. fair score a fair score alright I want to take a second to say uh, you mentioned Mark out. say what's up to Mark and um, say what's up to uh, Sean Solo and uh all the listeners out there, really appreciate you guys uh, reaching out to me on Instagram. I think that's great and Twitter and stuff. So, uh, oh, I got shirts. I'm doing a Teespring campaign. That's when, um, you know, we got shirts representing the show. But uh, they don't they don't get made unless they get sold. So I got 20 shirts. Uh, teespring.com backslash Gungo Summer. Go check it out. Support the show, man. Uh, especially if you're on, in the other countries and shit. That's really, uh, that's huge. I really appreciate that. And, you know, um, if I had shirts made, if I had money just to get them made and have them, that would yeah. be different. I'd just send them out. But right. You know, to make that many shirts, it's like, you know, $200 or something.
1: It's expensive, for yeah, sure. Yeah,
0: so Teespring is good. Also, I got girl shirts, uh, fitted women's tees. It's, uh, teespring.com backslash Girl. Those are really cool. And it's, it's it's color. My logo's in color, and it's and it's blue, red. The men's one is uh, black, blue, red, and uh, white. And the girls is black, uh, pink, white, and uh, some other red. I think I don't know.
1: Yeah, they're definitely pretty awesome.
0: Yeah. So pick up a shirt. Teespring.com backslash Gungo Summer. They're really cool, really full color. I can't wait to get myself one. Um, show some support. And um, go check out the feed, Podcast too. There's like a bunch of great shows on Podcast too. It's one feed, but you get Growing Up Not Growing Old, Attention Deficit Order, Conrad and Jack Show, Shane Gray Live, and Green Up Podcast on one feed. Can you imagine that? All those great shows on one feed, all downloaded, all, you know, to your shit. Mm. Uh, check me out on Horror Amino at Frightcast Pod as well. You get a lot of good horror news on there and stuff.
1: I never got behind that app. There's so much going on.
0: It's very busy. It's I'm very, very busy. But there's a lot of news on there, a lot of cool toy. People post their toys, their collections. Um, I saw this one this one thing where, like, this guy took, like, VHS box art mm-hmm. and erased all the words from it. So now yeah. it just looks like a piece of art.
1: Oh, that's cool.
0: Yeah, I'll show it to you after.
1: Sounds good.
0: Yeah, uh, I guess that's about it for this show. Do you want to talk about Civil War real quick?
1: Yeah, I'm down
0: for that. All right, we saw Captain America: Civil War, the third one in the Captain America series. Uh, I don't know really what to say except for I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. How did How
0: did you think? What did you think about I'm, Civil War? I'm
1: totally with you on everything you just said about it. Um, I liked all the different, you know, superheroes coming in. Together and against each other. Ant Man in it was awesome.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah, he's great. Um Here's your shield, Captain America.
1: (laughs) Your favorite line. Yeah. Um I I I didn't like expect anything from it, so I wasn't disappointed. Like um I like superhero movies and I go and see them and I enjoy them. But like they're not something that I super follow like closely or anything. Um, so when I see them and I watch them I enjoy them because I don't expect them to be you know grand masterpieces or anything like that yeah. so it's, superhero movies are just fun for me and this one was definitely enjoyable
0: yeah I really like Spider-Man they did Spider-Man so good he was a fucking <laughs> uh, a wisecracking kid who fucking he was a kid fighting with the adults but he kind of held his own kind of almost like not even knowing he was holding his own yeah, and he's fighting the Winter Soldier. He's like, "Wow, you have a cool arm." Yeah, it was really cool. Very. The thing that's fucked up, I didn't know like when Ant Man becomes big that he's called Giant Man in the comics. Oh, is he? And I didn't know that was gonna happen, but they showed it in the fucking trailer. They did. Which sucks. I really would have yeah. liked to have been surprised with that.
1: I honestly didn't know. I don't really watch the trailers faithfully like you do. If it's on TV, maybe, you know. But, um... So I didn't know. It was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, and fucking, um... The Winter Soldier killing Tony Stark's parents was kind of weird. I don't know. I felt like that was a little forced, but...
1: Mm. Um... I didn't see that coming either like I had no idea like because you even like watching the Iron Man movies they never got into how his parents died or um, his father because he was always the one that they talked about um, never got into how he died just that he died
0: they talk about it they touched on a little bit in the Winter Soldier but I didn't it wasn't enough like I don't even remember I had to listen to another show to to even know that right Uh, the Winter Soldier is a great one that's one of the best ones I'm gonna have That's to watch like up there it. with Guardians of the Galaxy and Iron Man. Really? Yeah, it's a good one.
1: I'll have to check them out.
0: Yeah, so Civil was great. Uh, a lot of fun, a lot of great action. The opening action scene is fucking great. It was so much fun.
1: Yeah, it definitely was.
0: And you know, Robert Downey Jr. always kills it.
1: Oh, I just want to talk about real quick Scarlett Johansson. I'm, I'm a, like a, 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 all for her. She's always hot. Like she's always got them boobies and. Out, but there were some scenes in this movie where she just looked a little off.
0: She looked like she had a dirty face or something.
1: I don't know what it was.
0: I think I'm, it was makeup.
1: Like, maybe, but, like, it started out, she was hot, and then by the end, she was not.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> weird, right?
1: Uh, yeah, like, I don't know. Um, you know, thought it was weird. I'm, I'm always all about them hot chicks in movies, so...
0: Yeah, sometimes she looks a little off. I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's weird. I
0: think the red hair throws off a whole look.
1: Maybe, it is what's that? I said maybe that's what it is.
0: I think I give Civil War like an eight out of ten. I would agree. I don't. I only not give it a ten or a nine because the uh, I did. I it got away from the Civil War storyline at the end that went towards the bad guy, who didn't really yeah. do much. Uh, he did have a kind of a cool story because, like, he was actually, like, trying to do the right thing for his family that got killed by the Avengers.
1: hmm
0: And uh, I thought that was pretty... I like how he, he kind of won. Like, he wanted them to fight, and they, they did. Yes. And uh, so, yes, and, and I, did, I wasn't too crazy about the Winter Soldier killing his parents. It, was, it felt kind of like a twist, like they wanted to put a twist in there or something. Yeah. And they needed Tony to fight Captain America one last time. So, I give it an 8. Great movie. I really liked it. Love Spider-Man. I like what they're going to do with him. I, 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 I'll I go check out the Spider-Man movie in a couple of years.
1: I kind of wish that Tony Stark would have won.
0: <laughs> you love Tony um, Stark.
1: I love Tony Stark. I love Iron Man. He, it's Robert Downey Jr. Come on. Yeah. Um, But it was good otherwise, you know.
0: Do you want to touch on anything uh, before we get out of here?
1: Uh, no. Um, I think I'm good.
0: Oh, I want to talk about something real quick. Okay. Um. You know when you play video games and, like, it's, like, one of those games, like, kind of like a side-scroller game, like Mario or, like, Mega Man? Yeah. Mega Man, for me, was a fucking hard game back in the day. (laughs) Where, like, you'd have to get across an obstacle, it'll take you, like, 100 tries, but then you get across that... And then you have to get across the second obstacle. That'll take you 100 charge. you got to start from the beginning, but you're so yeah. used to getting past the first one that the first one that used to be hard is now easy. Right. And now the second one until you get to the last one. The last one you just can't beat. you got to start from the beginning. Yeah. And then after a while, the first one that was so easy becomes the hard one.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> yes.
0: So I downloaded this game called Super Meat Boy. Okay. And Emma's playing it. <laughs> and she's playing a part where same thing you have to get past an obstacle then another obstacle then another obstacle and she gave me the biggest laugh i've had all week where (laughs) she started getting stuck on the first obstacle that was easy Uh and she goes like this really? this is gonna give me a hard time now?
1: (laughs) (laughs) she is so smart it's
0: ridiculous it was for the people out there she's seven It was the funniest thing, I I laughed so hard, it was fucking great.
1: That's awesome, I wish I could've heard that.
0: Uh, Super Meat Boy's free on Xbox if anyone wants to play this fucking game. I'm gonna
1: go, I can't wait to go try it.
0: That video I sent you of us playing, that's like a side game, that's like not the real game. It's like a what? A side mission, like a side thing.
1: Oh, really? It's
0: not, that's not the actual game, it's like a little side mission thing, but...
1: Oh, okay.
0: But there's this fucking this game. You're like this little meat wad thing. <laughs>
1: meat wad gets the honey. See?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, wait, meat
1: wad. Meat Su- wad.
0: That's how we talk about it.
1: Aqua Teen Hunger Force, man. I used w- to watch that shit faithfully. <laughs> yeah, what up, that was on point.
0: <laughs> Sounds like that, right?
1: <laughs> yes,
0: totally. And uh, well, this is like he's like a he's like a piece of meat that just jumps around. On, he could jump on walls and shit, but uh-huh. of course, every wall has a has a has a saw blade on it. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to man- maneuver yourself around these fucking saw blades. That's
1: funny.
0: All right, so that's about it. Um, I want to give just a couple short shout outs to uh, Big Papa Podcast, Attention Deficit Order, Up uh, Podcast, Rat House Productions, um. Uh, 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 Conrad and Jack Show, Shane Gray Live, Podcast in the Woods, um, everybody out there, I'm sure I forgot somebody, A uh, 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 Painter Black uh, uh, Comics, uh, Bold and Belligerent, fucking everybody out there, you know who you are, man, come on, um, I want to give a shout out to my worldwide people, BT, Tony, Nikki, Brute, Tin Man, and those are just the people who's reached out to me. So for my worldwide listeners, I want to say thank you. I appreciate the love and the and 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 all that and the listening and all that that good stuff. So that's about it. Leave reviews on iTunes. I haven't gotten a review in a while, so check that out. I mean, you know, check that. Out. Uh, leave reviews. I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm rambling right now. I need someone to save me. Throw a fucking give me a lifeline here.
1: Oh, uh, and that's it for this episode of the Friday Thanks for tuning in.
0: See ya.